Be in the mix would like to provide a disclaimer. Throughout the course of this indication, there will be heavy usage of the word nigga. If you have to think twice about using the word nigga, chances are you probably shouldn't be using it. Welcome to another episode of Be In The Mix. You know who I be, I be B. Across from me, I got my partner. Yeah. Quan. <laughs> <laughs> so, on today's episode of Be In The Mix, we're going to talk about a couple different topics. So, me and you watch Insecure a lot. Facts. Great Facts. <laughs> um, first season of Insecure. Insecure on HBO, 10 p.m. Make sure you, <laughs> <laughs> you catch that. <laughs> So the first season, Insecure, one of the biggest issues was about Lawrence not working and Issa's technically pretty much uh, losing interest. What's losing interest. Uh-huh. And she was finan- financially uh, supporting. supporting him. How do you feel about that whole situation? Well, I mean, you know, I'm kind of like old school with my ideology, but I was always taught like the man bringing the money home. You know, the woman take care of the home, you know, she cooks. Her job is to keep things clean and keep her hands clean. The man is supposed to be outside doing the dirty work. So he's supposed to be bringing in the money. So I would never, ever, ever, like, even if I was unemployed, living with my girl and she was employed, I need a side hustle. I got, I need some kind of quick come up or something because I can't just be rent free. I can't be no couch potato knowing that my girl out here getting to the bread. All I'm doing is going to interviews, not getting a job, showing showing back up at the crib. Like, so, you know, what's the news? Yeah, I ain't get it. No, I can't be delivering that fucking news all the time. So I, I, I've i always been a hustler some kind of way. I'm but always going to get to a dollar. And look, like, when he did get home, he did things for her. Like, he made sure he cooked. He um did this, that, and the third. Like, remember how you said the good with the bad? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he doesn't have a job right now, but the house is clean. He's cooking for you. He's making sure you come home happy. He's asking how your day is and everything like that. And then nigga forget your birthday. Damn. <laughs> it's like when you're taking the good with the bad, it gotta be all the good, all the bad. Yeah, he gonna cook for you. He gonna clean for you. He taking care of the house. He's faithful. He's honest. He's also not making money, so he's not contributing to the bills. He he thinks of you, but not in every which way. So you'll be probably satisfied with what he's contributing, but you're not going to be, you know, fucking bliss because of what he's bringing you. So at the end of the day, the nigga got to step it up. So I feel like if you, if you're not making money and your girl is the breadwinner, then nigga, like the sex got to be exceptional, nigga. The house can't just be clean, nigga. The house has to be like on point. Like as soon as she walk out of the door, nigga, you got to sweep the floor right fucking behind her. Like. (laughs) Everything you gotta like be above and beyond, cause nobody's accepting that. A grown man, how would you feel like being a grown man, knowing that like you just sitting around all day, your girl just out here getting to the money, getting to the money. She come home, my back hurt, my feet hurt. You ain't even offering massages. You just saying like, oh well, I made some dinner. If you're hungry, <laughs> like fuck, that ain't enough, nigga. Any any woman that is the breadwinner of the crib. She really, like, has all the say to me. She can real life walk in the house, hop in the shower, 
and say, hey, I'm finna go lay down in this bed. And if you don't come eat this pussy, it's gonna be some problems. <laughs> like eviction type problems. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the life you're trying to live. <laughs> I'll never be that comfortable with anybody having that kind of control over me. So I gotta make my own money. And I gotta contribute to the well-being of the household. How you, what you say, like, would you be okay with, say, would you be okay with being Lawrence, the character Lawrence? Would you be okay with, you know, being around the crib, knowing that your girl getting to you hot? Honestly, honestly, the first season of Insecure Loki felt like it was a reflection of my life. I ain't even gonna front on that. The whole time I'm watching that shit, everything, even the point where he got a job at Best Buy, I was like, damn, Lawrence, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, out of all the places you could have went and got a job, nigga. <laughs> Honestly, uh, in some shape or form, what Lawrence did, I did in a previous relationship that I actually was, um, I guess, would say in a very happy place with, but I fucked up. You know, I dropped the ball and shit like that. So when I'm seeing Lawrence do all that shit, the whole time I'm there like, damn, nigga, I went through that shit. Don't do it. <laughs> so honestly, I, I wouldn't be able to support that. Like like I said, it wasn't nothing in my situation where I was unemployed. Like, I was working, but I was, like, dropping the ball on, like, crucial moments and shit like that, like he was doing. So I understand that as a human being, as somebody who like is trying to learn from everything that I've, that's happened to me, definitely I think he was fucking up, and I was like, I, you know, and seeing it on screen makes it worse because you feel even guiltier. All right, so, <laughs> so check it out, see how, see how the show played out. Who missed out? Who missed out on who? Who lost out? <sighs> Damn, honestly. You know you want to say it. I do. I want to say Lawrence. Lawrence I, missed out. No, I mean, Ethan missed, missed out on Lawrence, right? Yeah, because, like, I was looking at that shit because it's like, I'm not trying. Look, I support Lawrence for my own reasons. But, like. Think of bias. All right, go ahead. But, no, no, but the reason why is because, like, like, which kind of sucks. But, like, literally right after, like, um, literally right after um they broke up, like, all he did from that point was, like, everything he did was, like, I felt like it was, like, to spite her to level up on her. Like, if you think about, like, his growth versus her growth within the season. It was like, she was still struggling. She had to live with her ex or the guy she, you know, messed with. Um, you know, that shit was going. Then Lawrence went, he, he went, smashed the chick from the bank. All right, don't <laughs> tell the show, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, he started, like, leveling up and shit Keep like that. Keep it generalized. He leveled up. He leveled she up. Still, well, she struggled. She, she, you know, fell off without him. You know, she had to do stuff on her own. That's why I feel like people should be more grateful for the relationship that they've been in. Because even if someone's not giving you everything, appreciate the fact they aren't taking from you. There's some relationships that'll really bring you down. There's some relationships that'll toxic, make you a worse person than you were before you got with them. So as long as someone's not doing that to you, accept that little bit of good that they can give you. The the, the few laughs here and there, the affection here and there, like, Appreciate that shit, because there's some people be stealing out your purse. <laughs> you, you want a nigga that's still out your purse, baby? No? Well, you better appreciate the fact that I ain't going to call you as every day this week. What are you talking about? <laughs> God. All right. Um, all right. So, with um, another factor from the first season of Insecure was Issa was in a relationship. With her being in a relationship to someone who we all knew was faithful to her life. She still ended up cheating with somebody from the 
I've been in situations where people from the past, they'll like resurface while I'm, I'm knee deep in the relationship. How do you go about healing or fixing my situation? Um, have you ever experienced it? I have. And honestly, I, I, I felt the moments that I have, I handled them not in the best way. Like, how, how do I, I'm trying to like say in the most honest way possible because I'm, I'm not trying to put names up. Like, <laughs> Okay, so it was moments where, like, you know, like, you always think about, like, what could have been. And, like, and if it's strong enough, you be you will think about taking it a risk. You feel me? So, like, it's like, let's say they came in that moment. I was, like, maybe in, like, a bad moment with the with the person. And I'm just like, man, what if this is, like, you know, everything. You know, I, I really do believe it's a, um, what's the cliche? That timing is everything. I do believe, like, because a lot of times it's like, you know, I do feel like it, it happens a lot in my in life that I feel like that's a general rule you can follow about life. Like, some things just take time, you know. So it's like, at that moment, it's like, you're in this relationship, it probably was going great at one point, amazing. And then you're at the point where things like look really bad. You kind of don't know if you can salvage it. You don't want to leave them because you really do care about and them. And here come the greatest ex of your life. <laughs> exactly. And hey, like, big they, head. <laughs> God damn. And it's like, bro, like, and then you like, damn. You coming at the right time. Like, I'm like, dare. Like, it's not even like. I'm on the way out. Yeah. And you're like telling me, like, come this way. Like, I think I will. Yeah. And it's like, and it really makes it hard. It's like, because it's like. Let's say you did, like, let's say you did talk to that person about all these issues going on, but they don't change. They're not changing it. And it's like, yo, you don't understand. I don't want to leave you. But. But you fucking up. Yeah. (laughs) But you fucking up. I don't want to leave you. (laughs) I don't. But you fucking up. And then, like, yeah, the one that could have been the greatest ex of your life, the one that got away. Like, bro, like, just. Somebody comes at that time and it's just like, I don't want to leave. <laughs> like, 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 and, it's, and, 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 you know, sometimes it's like, you just follow the greener grass. And, that's it. and you just follow it. And it just... The greener grass leads you to your past, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> my, my experiences with that. And the crazy part for me, when I'm like, in a relationship where I'm satisfied, nothing else matters. I don't care how great that person was at that time or when they got away, nobody matters if I'm satisfied. Now, the reason I'm unsatisfied, if I'm unsatisfied, if it's anything that makes my ex more appealing, it's that's bad news. Whatever it is that's going on, because every time I don't get what it is that I'm seeking in you, if I had it with them, then I'm, I'm always going to reflect, like, in the middle of you doing that thing, like, it could be a, a meal you cook, and you don't never put cheese in your eggs. She always put cheese in her eggs, right? <laughs> so when you sitting here and you make your eggs, and I'm eating your eggs without the cheese, and I'm like, damn, I really miss that cheese on them eggs, though, you feel me? It, it just, it, it meant so much. It was so little, <laughs> but it meant so much to me, right? And then it's like, you look at the person, it's like, damn, used to make them eggs so good girl <laughs> and this night now you like 
you you comparing every time. Every time your girl do something wrong, you gotta stop and think like, this person would have never done that. Then when they do something right, I'm like, that person never would have done this. So I'm always comparing like, oh, you know, while I'm with her and my current relationship, I ain't gotta worry about this and that, right? But at the same time, in this current relationship, it's lacking this and that. So I'm always gonna compare until I come to a final verdict. So whatever's worth it, if it's worth it, it happens. I don't like I'm I'm ashamed that it's like so easy, but the people I choose, I choose for a reason. So even if I'm not involved with them anymore, at one point they were special. It might not be shit today. Like I probably learned that over time. <laughs> oh yeah, you ain't shit. Like I had to learn that slowly but surely. But at that time, when they were probably everything to me and the person, this person I'm with didn't exist. So now that I've learned my lessons, I've been through life, I got my cuts and bruises, I done binged them all up, and now I'm with the person I'm with because of whatever was caused by the person I was with in the past. So I'm always going to choose my current over my ex, but the ex should be enticing. You know, got a little thicker over the years. <laughs> like, all I wanted to do is come see you when I came to Miami. You really want to come see me? <laughs> I see what I could do, man. Get into a whole argument with your girl. Now y'all meeting up. Whatever happens, happens. That's why I feel like everybody should just be on their P's and Q's. Stay on your toes when you're in these relationships. Make sure your person's satisfied. If y'all argue, make sure that shit don't linger. Because it leaves room for too many outsiders. The coworker. Compliment them every day. Yo ass sit here. You don't, you don't compliment her for a whole week. She done changed the hairdo. She done got new earrings. Everything. You don't even notice the new dress. You ain't even acknowledging how it's fitting on her. She go to work in some baggy ass jeans. What a coworker tells me. I can tell you got something outside of these baggy ass jeans. I would love to see you in some regular clothes. You got your girl attention now, nigga. You got competition. You wasn't even expecting that. That's your fault, nigga. <laughs> if you'd have just done right, if you'd have done what you were supposed to do, what's required of you and expected of everybody in a relationship, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Yeah, stop letting it rock. <laughs> so all those leads can lead to insecurities. Like, what are some insecurities as a man that you have? I'm, I'm, I'm insecure. Like, I believe in myself. I believe I'm worth everybody's time. I'm willing to put time in this. I feel like I'm worth it. But it's this one thing. If a nigga funnier than me, I cannot help. <laughs> I can't help how I feel, dog. Especially when your girl laughs too hard, nigga. Oh, man, I got a bunch of funny friends, nigga. We be in the car together and she laughed too hard. Oh, we gonna talk about that shit later. We're gonna, I'm, I, I'm gonna remember the exact joke, nigga. Seven hours from now, I'm gonna remember that same joke and why it wasn't as funny as your ass made a scene with how hard you laughed. And I'm gonna mention it, dog. Yeah, that. We gonna be sitting there laying in the bed, ass naked after having sex. She's sitting there rubbing my taco meat, nigga. And I'm like, yeah, so, um, when that nigga said, you know, what Ludacris look like, nah, that shit wasn't even that funny, though. I'm just, I mean, I laugh at a lot of stuff, but that shit wasn't even that funny, though. Old time salty. Salty than a bitch. I'm like, hey, look, hey, look, first of all, I, I said a joke like that last week. You ain't even laughed that hard, but this nigga said, I'm, I'm starting to think you like the nigga. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm let's, Anything else, bro, I don't care. I've been a chubby nigga all my life. I've dated women who dated niggas that done made it to the NBA for a few games, nigga. I don't give a fuck what shape this nigga was in. I better who 
look better than them. I'm going to feel how I feel about myself because I'm confident. But at the same time, it's something about niggas being funnier than me. I would never, <laughs> never want my girl to go backstage and meet no day she felt something. You can see that nigga on the stage and we exit him <laughs> that way. You will never shake this nigga hand. <laughs> Girl backstage, she meet Dave Spill. He cracking all kind of funny jokes. She follow him on Instagram. It's two in the morning. It's two in the morning. Fuck, what is funny at two in the morning? I don't play that shit, dog. I don't. I, it hit a soft spot. To, I swear to God, dog. my heartbeat changes when I hear my girl laugh hard at a joke that wasn't for me. That shit bothers my soul, nigga. Hmm. Do you have any insecurities? Um, <laughs> uh, honestly, my only insecurity right now uh, is the fact that I live with my parents. Mm. But like, I gotta, I tell myself it's like, bro, like I use the excuse, you know, I'm Hispanic, so I can get. I was about to say you need to start staying, dating Spanish girls. <laughs> it's normal in the culture, in the Spanish culture. <laughs> be the black girls, they be judging you. So it's like that's probably like my, my own insecurity because I live with my parents. But it might be because of the women I date, but <laughs> Oh, you know another insecurity I have. Is that the only one you have? Um that and I ain't gonna lie, I can't I, I hate a nigga that like actually I hate a nigga that like play better music than me. Like we like all hanging music out. Music selection? Yeah, selection. Oh that that's interesting. We have weird ass insecurities. <laughs> my like, insecurity is a nigga being funny and like, yours is a nigga music selection. Bro, cause it's, it's like it's like a lot of chicks that I always date, I usually have like, you know, like adult musical connection with them in some shape or form. Right? And it's like it's like I feel like that's like me and her thing. Like you feel me? If then she's like, oh, she plays some shit. And it's like you don't know who the fuck it is, but it sounds real good. So and like, yeah, like I'd be like, let me put you on to that. Yeah, let me put you on that. Let me find out. <laughs> let me let me find out. Bruh, that's how I feel about my girl with any new rapper. Who, who, I don't listen to this nigga. Who, who got you listening to Lil Uzi Vert? I don't listen to no damn Lil Uzi Vert. Moneybag, yo, who got you listening? Is it that damn Megan Thee Stallion woman? <laughs> Another insecurity of mine is knowing that my girl was as nasty as she is for me for somebody else. Because you always want to feel it's just you. But it's never just you. If you weren't the first, nigga, if you are the first, if y'all break up, you're not going to be the last. She's taking this shit right to her next relationship. Like, <laughs> yeah, that nigga liked when I did this shit. I'm going to do it on you. And then it's always like, if she's that good at it, then you feel like, you been doing this shit. <laughs> so it, it, don't, it never feel like it's like personalized for you. You always feel like, oh, my girl ain't nasty. She just nasty for me. Yeah, that ain't the case, bro. She was nasty way before she met your ass. You don't believe me? Hold on, let me show you these pictures. <laughs> oh, she ain't seen you pictures? Like, whatever it is, bro. It's like, whatever little nasty thing. I don't care what it is, nigga. It can be the slightest of anything. I will stop and think about that shit in the middle of us doing it. Like, man, you, man, you, you be spreading your knees like that for everybody, huh? Man, you, yeah, you, you be grabbing sheets whenever you with somebody. You're like... Damn, <laughs> I can't even change it, bro. I want to not think about it, but I can't fucking help it. Honestly, I've been in the I middle. Think I, I think that's a lot of men. Because I'd be, I'd be feeling the same way, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. Because it's like the way I think about this. Like, I ain't trying. I'm not trying to say I'm trying to judge women. Like, you know, you expect your chick to be experienced, mm-hmm. but then it's like when you feel like I think when you feel like she does something that like is way too good for like just anything. Like, okay. 
Let's say I was fucking this chick, right? Mm-hmm. And she know how to like. You were making pussy. love to a woman. <laughs> I was making love to a woman. Uh-huh. And like she was like um, contracting her walls. Contracting her vaginal walls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nigga, that shit felt great. And you know what I thought right afterwards? I'm like, damn. You the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, she probably do this for somebody. Bro, I'm like, like, hey, see, hey, when it first happened to me, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, did you just learn to do this? Is this new? Because I got to know. Like, <laughs> if you been could have done this, why you ain't do it sooner? And, like, <laughs> and if you been new, who you learned it with? I, it, it make you feel some kind of way. I don't want to think. Look, one thing I feel like you only should do for your dude is go down in the car. That's it. Like, that should be only a boyfriend only type of thing. Going down in the car. My opinion, right? So when you dealing with a chick and she tell you she ain't never had a boyfriend, I don't expect for you to be going down in the car. You only go down in the car with me. I'm your boyfriend now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if he wasn't your boyfriend, he don't get car hit, okay? <laughs> and then I don't like to think about shit like that, but I do think about it. I think about how anyone was with anybody before me. What made them go about it differently, and like what makes me also special? Because I hate to hear motherfuckers say, "Oh, you special? Oh, you the only one? Oh, why me?" Because I need an explanation. Why me? And with women, like when it's like a first time thing with them, and they say, "Why me?" Caught me at a good time. That's always my answer. Caught me at a good time. If you can't give me anything outside of no, you caught me at a good time, or I just wanted to, nah, nah. Why am I special? I need an explanation. Every time. Don't tell me I'm special. You can't tell me how I'm special. Motherfuckers, I don't know. You just say that shit. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Say that for the clown that's going to believe that bullshit. <laughs> At the end of the day, we are the culture. And we do it for the culture. Stay in the mix. Be in the mix.